guys, welcome back to the 17th episode of Two Friendless Friends. Well, this episode is going to lo- mark the lo- second last episode of our Get to Know Us series because um, I think we've run out of tests to do. <laughs> um, so this week we will be doing the moral alignment test. But, but before we begin, let's get some life updates. Hi everyone, it's Flora. So life updates. I think last time we filmed it was a week ago, right? Literally exactly a week ago. Um, hmm. What did, oh, I quit my job. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so that was a trek to quit um, because I wasn't actually planning on doing it. But I, it was like, it was like the last straw because my boss called and basically uh, he called the store and then we started a conversation and then he got really mad on the phone and I was like, yeah, I'm done. Don't want to do this. So then I just, uh, I told him I just wanted to stop. Then I started crying. Yeah. So that was emotional roller coaster. So you like you were just straight up like nope, I'm done, bye. Well, that's the uh that's the cool way of explaining it. In reality, it was more <laughs> like I don't want to do this anymore. I'm so sad. Yeah. What about you? How's your week been? Um so Last time we recorded was when, right after my assignment was due, wasn't it? Uh, uh, yeah. And then I think we got back the auto marking for it. My group did really, really well. That's good. Like, Congratulations. And then uh, manual marking from the feedback that uh, my tutor gave us during the lesson, nothing was really wrong with what we did. So I think that was like pretty good. And now that that's over, we had a peer review, <laughs> and I do not want to see that guy again in the group that didn't really work well. Yeah, it would have been so awkward. I don't think he knows like um what he wouldn't know what we put down, but I think he has an idea of what we put down for him in a peer review. Because it was like um the last question is like would you work with this person again? And it was like, um, I would actively seek to work with this person. Um, I would prefer this person over other some people. And then it was like, uh, I would work with this person if there was no other choice. And I would never, wo- I would rather work alone than work with this person. <laughs> you can guess what I put down, I think. What, that you guys all didn't want to work with him again? Yes. It was like, uh, I'd rather work alone than work with him. For everyone else, I put down pretty good reviews, except one guy, because, like, honestly, he just isn't a comp sci major. Like, it was just a required course or something else. So, um, I probably would never see him again anyway. I don't think we have any more overlapping courses. But... But that, that shouldn't be a reason why you put down you no, don't no, want no. to work with him, I right? didn't put down I don't want to work with him. I just said um, I would pick him over some people, but he's not my first choice. 
purely because um, oh, okay. I think just based on ability in terms of like the background that we have is very different and I understand that it's just if it's like because I'm thinking like oh later on it would be like more specialized courses and for him that's not really what he needs to do were you allowed to justify your answers uh, we were allowed to justify for contribution and communication, but not the last bit. The last bit was just like one final comment. The last bit didn't really matter that much unless it was you wouldn't want to work with them again. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Anyway, so let's start our episode by going through the one question that we always do at the beginning of every episode. And if you're not aware of what this is, in case you're new to our podcast, well, hello and welcome. Uh, So every episode, we start by asking a question. Normally, I ask it to Kelly, but sometimes we switch it up for a little bit of excitement. I mean... The, the only question I've asked you is, Flora, do you love me? <laughs> oh, and then the, it was like... And then the you were exposed. No, we asked the worm one. Oh, yeah. It was like... Was it the worm one or a variation? No, I think it was a variation. Okay. Yeah. But, like, there was also the one I asked you. This wasn't recorded, but it was like, oh, can we go on a drive and look at cows? And I'll, like... That one of us will be pointing at cows, and you're like, which one of us would it be? And I was like, me, because I can't drive. I vaguely remember that. Was that when was that? I don't know. That was a while ago. I just remember because um I recently saw a very similar one again. It was like it was something like um if you were cows, if we were cows, would you eat grass with me? <laughs> I saw that one too. Wait, that's not that wasn't asked during the podcast though, right? No. But what would your answer be to that? I'm interested. So the question is if we were cows, would we eat grass together? Yes. Yes, definitely. I would <laughs> I would eat grass with you over anybody else. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this, this is um. If you compare my questions to Flora's questions, they're very different. Yeah, honestly though, uh, I hoping that you were stall. You would stall a bit longer because I have no questions prepared for this episode. <laughs> uh, honestly, it's fine because I think we have like a lot of questions in the alignment test to answer anyway. Yeah, and usually our uh, introductions go for. I think like last time it was Half thirty minutes. Yeah. So yeah, um, for this week we might just move on and start our quiz, which is the alignment test. Wait, Flora, have you done this one before? No, but I've seen pictures of it around like social media, right? So it's like the um, lawful, neutral, chaotic, evil stuff. Oh. Yeah, because um, the last time I did it, I remember I did it in year 12, which was like two years ago. Basically, I think I got true neutral, which was confusing to me because I thought I would be chaotic. But apparently I'm true neutral. Okay, honestly, we'll see if that's still the same. I don't really know what this means. So I guess I'll be learning along the way. 
So the quiz that we're going to use today is, um, is it Easy Damas? Yeah, uh, we'll just link it in the description. So if anyone else wants to take the quiz to see what they are too, they can. Yeah. So uh, Easy Damas.com alignment test. So there's a, quite a few questions yeah. in here. What? 30? Yeah, there's 30 something questions. And they're more, they're all like very like moral questions. Okay. So the first one is family elders are expressing disapproval of you to the rest of the family. So what do you do? So it's like a very, a scale of like, or accepting versus very like, what, what would you call it? Dismissive of the, um, Hmm? of the disapproval. So... I don't know. Okay, so the options that they gave you here were um, A, accept the criticism and change your ways, or you could seek a compromise with them. You could um, Besma... What? Is that word? Do you know that word? Isn't it besmirch? Oh, okay. I don't know. I Look, I think... I genuinely think my english abilities is like um way lower than the average person of my age mine is too like um there's that quiz it's like the number of words you know and like i i think last time i took it because my friends were taking it and they were getting like very high scores and i was like they were like my level is on the level of like a 15 year old so do you just type in as many words as you can think of no, it it was like um random words. Oh, like and do you know the meaning oh, of them? Oh, okay. Uh, wow, you take a lot of random tests, right? It I did more of these in high school. Well, we're going way off topic. We're meant to be answering yeah. the question, but basically in high school, I had a friend. I'm still really good friends with her, and she was very. She really liked these um personality quizzes. And she would keep asking me to do them, like, over time as well. Like, not just the first time we met. And so that's how I know all of these quizzes. Except for the attachment one. Because um, I only heard about the attachment one from a friend last year. Yeah, yeah, same. But she would, like... She's very, very interested in all of this stuff. I think it's actually quite fun to do. But I don't think it's very accurate. It's, like... Some some of it will relate to who you are because, like, honestly, the answers you give do align with you, but it won't give you, like, the full picture. That's why... Because it's very, like, specific That's why questions. I don't trust the... um What are they called? Horoscopes? Because... Horoscopes are so interesting, but I don't... I don't really know them that well. No, I don't either. Someone said to me once that they see me as a horoscope person, like really into horoscopes. And I, I don't know anything other than I'm an Aries and I know that at the... I'm a Scorpio. See, like that and to Scorpios me... Scorpios have a reputation. Apparently. Well, every, everyone has a rep. But um, I know that Sag like, um, is at the end, only because of Taylor Swift and Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Scorpio has the really big rep of being like the mean person like oh okay it's like always the in you know those memes memes scorpio is always the one that's in the memes like oh yeah scorpio is all the always the one that's very um rude rude but not in like a very 
bad way. It's like the bitchy one. Oh, okay. Like it's the very haha. <laughs> um, but I feel like that somewhat aligns with me. Well, from song lyrics, I've learned that um <laughs> I think Gemini's lie, or maybe she just used that because it rhymed. Um, and I know that Sagittarius Wait, I don't know about Sag. Never mind. I don't really know any of the other ones, honestly. Let's get back on topic. Yes, but can I ask a random thing first? Okay. Yeah. On my phone, can I not video on front camera? You can video on front camera. Why does it only... Flip it. No, I... The arrow thing. Oh, I think it's because I was filming a TikTok, so the camera is used for the TikTok, if that makes sense. In my head, it makes sense. I don't know. Um, anyway, I don't know what's happening. Sorry, I was trying to film something. But, uh, okay, so let's go back to this quiz, okay? So when family elders are expressing disapproval of you, do you uh, accept the criticism, seek compromise, bees mirth? <laughs> I hate that. What if one day we we become famous and then I be, I turn into a meme? Like, wow, this this girl doesn't even know how to pronounce this word. Uh, Besmatch just means damage someone's reputation. Okay, okay. <laughs> damage their reputation or you can silence them any way you can. I wouldn't damage their reputation. But, like, the thing is, when I read this, the um the scenario that comes up in my head might be very different to yours. But it's just, like, generally in my family when this does happen, it's very unreasonable. And it's, like, stuff that's not, like, fully true as well. It's more just people, like, when the, you know when the message gets passed on and it gets altered a little bit? And, like, when it gets to my family, usually it's, like, really altered. I think I've told you stories about stuff that's happened where, like, the message just got, like, destroyed and something else came up yeah i think i would seek a compromise i wouldn't ruin the reputation like on purpose okay seek a compromise with them um mm -hmm. for me it's it's weird i think it also depends what scenario comes to your head when you read it as well yeah 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 that's true because when i think about it i feel like I don't really have family in Australia, so we're already quite distanced anyway. So if I do hear like, oh, they're doing this and it's kind of like, like we don't like what Flora's doing. Honestly, I would just say, yeah, whatever, move on. And, <laughs> but I won't like change what I'm doing. So I would like accept the criticism, but not change my ways. Because I also think that when it, they're expressing disapproval, it's also kind of invalid. I think, like, especially with us, like, with with our family mostly being overseas, like, they can never see the full picture and they never know everything. Like, um, you know that story I told you? Um, it was apparently one of my cousins in Vietnam saw a photo of me hugging oh, a guy yeah. on Insta, but... Um, basically, he told his, he saw the photo, he told his mom that I was hugging a guy and posted it on social media 
This was when I was in year 9. So first of all, what the heck is wrong with me hugging a guy? Second of all, um, my aunt called my grandma and was like, yeah, and like told my grandma. And then that's how my, Your grandma? my parents went over to visit my grandma okay. and that's how they found out. And they're like, what the heck are you guys talking about? <laughs> and so my parents told me and I was like trying to figure out what hecking photo it was, right? So, um, I don't really have photos on Facebook except for like the meme ones for my yeah. birthday. So it was most likely from Insta. And I don't I don't remember having the cousin on Facebook. So I went to Insta and I doubled I, I scrolled through and I was checking. And the only one remotely close um was me hugging a pole and my cousin hugging the other side at the airport. And the thing is, um, <laughs> I'm going to try and describe this for everyone since this is a podcast. I can't just put up the picture. But the thing is, in the background was my dad with his like arms like on the back of his head, like resting and just standing there <laughs> in the background. And I'm like, hello, what, what part of this looks like me just hugging a random guy? And the thing is, that cousin of mine met this other cousin that was the other guy in the picture. And I was like, huh. Okay, so to clarify, um, you were hugging a pole. Like, you were both hugging a pole. You and cousin number one, two was hugging the pole. Okay, two. Yeah. Okay, okay sure. But then cousin number one was like, hmm, hold up. There's a guy. Let me go tell my mom about it, which is kind of weird, I guess. Actually, I guess it's not too weird. It's not because I feel that like sometimes weird. if I because I feel like when you see, like in the context of like if you see your cousin with some guy on the on social media and you think that they're dating yeah. or something, you would tell your parents, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think the the part that. Uh, like why? What was the reason? What was okay? Sorry. <laughs> um, was that the auntie, the mum, then went to tell the grandma about it? Literally and called like, the what grandma was... from Vietnam. Like literally called from Vietnam to Australia and be like, Kelly was hugging a guy in some picture. <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. Uh, actually. Okay. So sometimes. Photos that I post on Instagram can be a bit. Yeah, um, I just remove family from my Instagram. Oh, I, I like <laughs> I, don't. I don't let them follow me because uh, it's just I have so many photos from Year Twelve with people, and I no one knows about that stuff. So I don't want like people to start rumors like what happened before and everyone was like talking about how like I had a boyfriend or something and I was like no it's literally my cousin and I hugging a pole in Thailand (laughs) so like uh, I I think after that incident I just removed my family from social media okay yeah see like honestly looking back at it now Because the other day I was scrolling through my Instagram and I don't even think that the photos I post are that provocative. They're not. But I guess it is relative to maybe... Okay, sure. Um, I'd say they're not from like... Speaking of Instagram, 
everyone should go follow two dot friendless friends because that's our podcast Instagram. So I post a lot of pictures, I guess, and I think it's the cleavage. Where the heck is the cleavage? Um, it is in the. mm, It's not the one of me wearing a blue shirt. No, it's not even that uh, like much, honestly. And I think sometimes on stories, but then I block them on my stories anyway. Because so the other day, don't you put like the um interesting ones on private? Like, close friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely have a lot more on close friends. I'm very open on the close friends story. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Matt, scrolling through yeah. your Instagram, your Instagram is so normal. It's so tame. I think mine yeah. is a bit more tame, but mine is literally just family photos and random photos. I used to have a lot more. Like, my old DP on facebook was a bit like oh right uh i think i showed you that picture but anyway so the other day i was talking to my auntie who is around my um mom's a bit younger than my mom's age actually so we were just like texting because i replied to her story and then i was telling her how i went uh like hiking in the holidays around uh royal national park so and then i was showing her pictures and then she asked me like oh why didn't you post about like and I told her that we went swimming because there's a I think it's called like Little Molly Beach at the bottom of um, the hike so I told her that we went swimming there and then she asked me why didn't you post a picture of you in your bikini and then I'm like okay I don't why do you need to ask that question like what I don't understand that either um and then she also one time we were video calling and then uh the my auntie was like oh yeah you know you posted a lot of these like um pictures on your instagram and then before i could say anything the uncle was like yeah it's just because her parents can't see it like they don't have access to the instagram and you know like now looking back maybe it's because i've just changed my mindset or my view but my my pictures really aren't your pictures are so tame yeah i don't really i don't think i show off anything in these pictures anyway no the pictures you send me are very different um including the (laughs) one of you at doing dyeing your hair i love that photo (laughs) oh you mean like those kind of pictures okay that's the variety of photos you send me is pretty funny okay yeah yeah honestly like if you took like imagine the photo I, i sent you yesterday do you remember that one? It was like red top. Um, oh yeah. Okay, that photo versus the dyeing my hair photo <laughs> is like two completely different spectrums. If, if someone scrolled through our shared messages, it would be so funny. Yeah. Like our shared um photos and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's actually um pick a answer for question one. So you would say seek a compromise with them. Yeah. Okay, uh, I would go for, I would go for accept the criticism and change your ways, even though I don't actually think I would do that, but it's the most likely out of them anyway. Okay, question two, would you give up a promising career to aid the family in time of need? 
this one's hard because like I think my answer back then would have been very different back because then, right when? now I'm so like the last time I took this oh yeah yeah but right now I'm so like career focused because I'm in uni now I think I'd say like if I was I wouldn't do it and just completely drop everything yeah I feel like I would still try to work out some way to like balance both to some extent so I'd say like only if I was certain I'd be able to return to my career soon so the options were in a heartbeat yes with some reluctance only if I was certain I'd be able to return to my career soon and no I'd go same one as you because also if you pick in a heartbeat yes I would give up my promising career it sounds really nice sounds like you're a good person but realistically really no because it's not I think the best outcome for yourself what do you define as in time of need because I was thinking health wise I think the worst the worst situation is that I can think of other than health is financial and I would yeah, yeah, me keep too. up with my job because like I would be able to support financially and with health that also has a huge financial impact and I do think that like there's members of my family that can take that can give care way better than me <laughs> so um I'd say like I would continue working and like supporting financially while someone else is emotionally supporting the family in a sense I just don't think I'm the best person, best choice of person to, like, tell them to just quit your job. You need to help the family. Okay, so actually, I picked the same one as you, but I think the reason that I picked this was it's kind of similar to you. But um, I think, one, if it is in time of need, I think finance gets you very, very far right like you yeah can, it definitely you does can buy a lot of things with money so even if it's mental think, health right you can entire of need always has entails some sort of financial aspect thing. to it yeah like usually like there is some financial aspect where you need money for it as well as like other things although it, money may not be the first thing you think of in those situations that's why i thought of health because i think with health you often need someone to actually care for you before you have mm. but there's also that like the fees and everything especially yeah, if you uh, don't have yeah. health insurance it's so expensive um but also at the same time like with work being so flexible nowadays i'd say like i wouldn't even need to give up my career like there would be workarounds available yeah actually but i think it's like give up a promising oh you could switch to something else, I guess. Yeah, it's like, I don't think you can, you would completely give it up, honestly. No, you always find a way anyway. Okay, let's move on to question three. Would you betray a family member to advance your own career? Yes, without guilt. Yes, but do it secretly. Resist temptation or find a very, find a very idea. What? Sorry. Oh my gosh. You find the idea abhorrent. Is that how you pronounce it? I did the last one. Yeah, that is correct. I'm pretty sure. But you're not asking the correct person for a pronunciation. (laughs) 
I'd say the last one because I feel like this one's very different to the other one. It's like betraying. I don't think morally I could do that. Okay. I just don't see how I can betray a family member to advance I my own career. I think this is more in like a corporate world where you're, you have family members working in the same sector or in the same company. Like, or like in a rival company and you either like use insider information from them that you're not meant to use or like it's some level of like snitching on a family member because you probably know more about them just to get a promotion that's that that's how i interpret it and i cannot see myself doing that because i think my my like thought process is your abilities will justify everything that you do and every promotion that you get i don't believe that and they should it should but i don't believe that i think like um just in my own for myself so like i wouldn't take that step to get above other people when you said before that your abilities will sorry what was it so your abilities should be justifying your position your pay and everything like that i don't think it happens in the real world all the time but i do want that for myself okay yeah i agree with that i just don't think that that's the most realistic i think that a lot of people get where they like a lot of it is through networking especially in the corporate world i think networking is also some level of justifying your ability but in a different way is it though because i feel like like yes but then to some extent because like it depends if you're faking it because like um if you're faking it, then that's, like, but messed But people up. do that all the time. They're, like... Yeah, oh. people actually do. Yeah. And even in uni, people do that, right? Like, just looking at how societies are run, a lot of times Everything. it's not based on abilities, whether you get into a society or not. It's based on how good friends you are with this person. And then people also... Um, attend those like direct meet and greets just so that they can act super friendly get to know the director so that they could uh be at an advantage but they don't actually have i mean technically we were kind of like that for our port head position like we didn't do it on purpose it was just like we made we were friends with the directors from a previous thing but then again, I think that's a bit different because we didn't actually have to go through an interview stage. We weren't really competing yeah. against anyone. And secondly, There was no one to compete against. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think he asked us. Yeah, they asked us yeah. if we wanted to do it. Um, but, like, the thing is, I see, like, a lot of these things happening and I'm like, it's weird. Because society's generally, like, a majority of them don't actually do much. Oh, I think there's a very big difference between, like, director and subcom. Uh, Like, even looking at the way that reviews work, the the members don't do anything at all. I think heads don't do much. Which is, like, the equivalent of subcom. Yeah. Heads do a bit more, depending on what portfolio. That's very true. Actually, I bumped into our exec on the train, and we were talking about this and then 
there was this awkward moment where we were both kind of on the same page about something but then I kind of pretended like I didn't know because I didn't want to bring it up uh oh yeah you can tell me about this later (laughs) sure uh like they the exec agreed that there was a lot of chaos in terms of management on the exec side and they wanted to like talk about it with me but uh yeah, because I think when there is chaos on the exec level, it translates really, really badly. Yeah. Down yeah. when it goes down the to like the subcom because it's like the chaos just gets magnified even more. Yeah, yeah. And I see that with it's responsibility really too. Because exec had a lot more responsibility than us as social heads. It was just like some level of they weren't delegating stuff yeah as much as they could have and that resulted in us not being able to delegate stuff like down as well yeah yeah exactly anyway we're kind of going a bit off topic so you would pick that uh betraying your family member you would find it abhorrent yeah okay see i feel like i'm in between the resist temptation and find the idea abhorrent because for me, I don't think I'd do it. You feel like it. you're somewhere in the middle of the scale? Yeah. Like, I don't think I'd do it. But I feel like I have a lot of times where I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what if I just do this? Because, like, like, you know, what, like... It's I like could, there I is could, always some level of it. temptation. Yeah. So, if I'm going to be honest, I'd go, I resist the temptation. Yeah. But it, I, it wouldn't be, like, hard to resist. But it would just be in my mind, like, what if I just went for it? Like, I could, yeah, anyway. Question four. Do you respect the leaders of your family? Do their words guide your actions? Are they role models for you? Um, they're often out of touch with your life or they're just out of touch with reality altogether? I think, for me, they're out of touch with reality. This seems this might seem very harsh if you don't have the context for, like, many of our listeners. It's just, like... Um, the reality of my life there's an alarm going off i don't know if that got picked up okay but the reality of my life is very different to the reality that they see of my life just because like we're so removed from each other in terms of like i think the generation gap is really big for us because the just like first of all tech and also like for us as immigrant it's like the education too like that emphasis on our parents really really want us to be like successful academic at least for me um while I'm just more like yeah I have this opportunity but I also have other opportunities that I could take at the same time so I'd say like they're slightly out of touch with reality in terms of my reality versus theirs this is a bit of like the answers that they give you are kind of weird because like their would their words could guide your actions but also they could be out of touch with reality like you can be both at the same time it depends who you you're like thinking of as the leader i'm thinking parents of your family i'm i'm not really thinking parents i'm thinking of, like um my aunts and uncles and like the previous generation too. Mm. For me, they're because not really involved think, in my life anyway. 
for me, they're like not that involved, but they are sometimes with like some of the things they say more than like, cause I think my parents don't really lead my family. Like, I don't think they're leaders. They're just my parents and they exist to be like my support. They're really supportive of me. That's how it should be. So like, I don't see them as like, um, that traditional leader of the family, like, oh, you should do this, you should do that, because they never do that. I see that more with family members that aren't, like, living with me and, like, family members in Vietnam, family members that are, like, two generations before me. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to go the often out of touch with my life. Because I think that's true, but also I I do think that, because I'm thinking parents when I think of leaders, and they are role models, but they are quite out of touch with my life. Uh, For example, I don't think both our parents really know that this podcast is going on, right? (laughs) My parents have no idea. Yeah, uh, my family friend brought it up to my parents because he found it. No, no, I think I promoted it and he told... um, so thanks, Zenith. I, I I don't think he watches anyway. But um, I think I think one of my cousins knows, or like, cause she saw one of the stories about that I I did about it. But um, she probably didn't either. She probably didn't pay attention. Does she doesn't mind? She doesn't care. It's just my life, and she's just like looking at it. And um, so you didn't block all your my family other members of your Instagram. I didn't block her. Oh okay. Because she's very chill. Yeah, yeah. And she's a lot closer to my age. She's the closest to my age that I have in my entire family. So I think we're a lot closer than everyone else in my family. Like, my parents definitely don't know. Every time we record and they're home, they just think I'm talking to you. Like, oh, okay. normal chat. Yeah. Um, it sounds and, like that, though. Yeah. And my brother, like, is just never home when I'm recording, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I guess they're not really, like, both our parents aren't really in touch with everything that we're doing. It's really funny because the other night, my mom kept talking, like, I'm very um, clingy with my mom. Like, I've always been like this. But um, I was cuddling with her. And basically, um, she was like, oh, you're not going to stick to me this much when you get a boyfriend and stuff. And I'm like, literally in my mind, I'm like, little do you know, mom. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I wasn't going to say anything because like, I don't want to expose myself if she doesn't actually know anything. What's the reason that you don't want to tell her? It's just like, for like, it doesn't really matter now. Like it's so, it's been so long, but I just don't really feel like telling her. Okay, fair. Like, maybe, like, if I do get a boyfriend later on and, like, she finds out and then she's going to be like, oh, geez, your first boyfriend. I'm going to be like, no, it's my second. (laughs) Haha. Oh, okay, I see. I would never admit it. Because I don't think... I think I would admit it at some point just because I kind of do want my mum to know, but I also kind of don't want to deal with it. Also because he was a decent... Well, is... Like, you guys are on good terms. So yeah. there's no, like, embarrassment about it. There's no pain uh, associated with it. Yeah, there's nothing it. there. It's just, like, we're just good friends now. Yeah, so, okay. 
I wouldn't just because it's like I I personally just try to forget it I don't even bring it up a lot of times because it's I can't explain to you anyway the next question is pretty funny okay if your family had arranged your marriage to someone (laughs) loathsome would you go through with it to serve your family and proudly serve your family agree but hide your reluctance subtly work against the union or flee (laughs) i love how they say it's a the union um i'd say i'd flee i'd also say i flee too i don't i don't want to i wouldn't subtly work against it i'll just be like nope i'm not doing this i don't care i wouldn't like run away from home yeah 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 but i would like flee from the marriage yeah not the family yeah i just don't think i would like i could be able to handle being with someone that i don't like for the rest of my life yeah and like realistically i don't see it happening i feel like um my parents just my parents don't really know people (laughs) you know like especially not people my age anyway so yeah definitely (laughs) it just really wouldn't happen and uh, for me it's literally just my one family friend Oh, okay. Which I don't talk to. I don't really have family friends my age. Like, two years older, but uh, that's... Because we grew up with them, it's weird, right? So... Yeah, definitely. Okay, next question. Do you want to read it? I don't like reading these anymore. You're estranged from a family member on... um, I'm not even reading punctuation properly. You're estranged from a family member on his deathbed... On his deathbed... He seeks reconciliation. Do you speak to him but hold your ground? Refuse to speak to him. Discuss your estrangement openly and without rancor. Or actively seek re- reconciliation and heed his dying words. That was a, that was very hard to read. I know. That's why I don't want to read it. Like these words. <laughs> is that why you pushed it? Yeah. To- um, this is weird because I don't feel like I can imagine this happening. Because, like, with the rest, I've been, like, looking at scenarios I could imagine and, like, seeing what I would do. But with this one, I can't really. I would go discuss your estrangement openly and without ransom. I wouldn't completely refuse. I think I'm closer to discuss. But I don't think I would actively seek reconciliation because I think I'm someone that holds a grudge. Oh, I can't at all. I feel like, like that's been I established. I will literally be fake in front of you, because, but I will still hate you because of something that you did to me that I cannot forgive. Isn't that slightly worse? No, I'll just say I won't actively seek a fight. Like, because a lot of the people that, like, I was fake to is because, like, I just couldn't avoid seeing them or working with them because it was in, like, a school or uni setting. But I don't want to, like, do it in... I don't want to interact with them in a way that was, like, always, like, violent or... That's why I think there's a, there's such a fine line between being fake and being civil. Right? I'd say, like, I fake it just to be civil. Because I, I feel like being civil is kind of, like, on the... Being civil in the context of, like... You're trying to hold back something just to work with someone, like, peacefully until that thing is over. I guess so. 
Yeah. That's still slightly faking it. Okay. But, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's just move Next on. Next question. We're, we're on 45 minutes and we're only on question seven. This is going to be a long one. A powerful but corrupt judge offers you wealth if you'll testify against your friend. Do you condemn your friend and take the money? Take the money and testify, but try to keep your testimony ineffective. Refuse the offer and refuse to testify. Testify on your friend's behalf, no matter the consequences. Okay, let me let me set up the scenario that I have in my head right now. So, Flora murdered someone. <laughs> and as I do. In court. Yep. <laughs> Just as you normally do. Um, and in court, I was asked to testify against my friend and I'll get money in exchange what would I do for you it would be me that I'm the murderer and yeah the thing is if I want the best for my friend and they actually murdered someone I would and I knew and I was a witness I would testify but I wouldn't take the money oh my gosh okay uh, I don't know if you've gotten up to week eight of econ, but there's the, uh, oh my God, the game theory about testifying. So do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, cause I am not up to that. Okay. So I think it's called like the prisoner's dilemma game. So basically it's like the situation that you just, um, set up. Right. And it's either like, if we Oh, so not really. So it's like if we both commit a crime, if we... Uh, if the other snitches, you get like half the sentence or whatever. Is it that scenario? Yeah, kind of like that. If like we both confess, then we get less time in jail. If I don't confess, so if I just say, no, I didn't do it, then you get more time in jail. So kind of like that right and I think the um it came down to the best outcome would just be both of you to testify at all times no matter what because well I won't get into it because I don't really know it well enough but um but in in this case I think I would refuse to offer I don't think I could go through with it guilt wise but I I don't think I would take the money but I would like I'll just tell whatever truth I know. Yeah. Cause but what if honestly, that friend... If you, if you were the murderer, I would... You deserve the punishment no matter how close of a friend you are to me. Sometimes murder can be justified. So, well, like, murder in the sense that all I can say is did you or did you not kill that person? I'm not talking about the mens rea aspect. Okay. Um, so, like, I'm just talking about, like, as a witness, what did I see? Oh, And I'll okay. just straight up tell that. Okay, okay. Okay. I'm going to go... Wait, so that would be testifying on your friend's behalf, no matter the consequence, right? No, that... Doesn't that mean, like, always backing up your friend? Oh... I think the closest that I can get is probably refuse the offer and refuse to testify. Because that's just like, I'm not going to do anything about this and let the facts play out. 
Yeah. In a sense. Okay. That's the closest that I can get. Wait, I'm gonna go um, same one. Yep. Do you become close friends or hold most people at a safe distance? I'd say I have few close friends. I mean, like, few as in a handful. I have few close friends too. But I think... Because I'd say I define it some as 10 or more and abundance as, like... Oh, yeah. Wait, who has 10 or more close... Okay. Uh, Oh, my gosh. I don't know what I define as close friends. I'm just going to go with... I'm going to go with I have some close friends, actually. I do have a few because I don't really talk to that many people in general anyway. Question nine. Have you ever betrayed a friend? I think I... What do you mean by betray? I've done it. I'm going to go I've done so once. Uh, because I think I've been tempted. It's probably like snitching about something. And I think I've probably, I've probably been tempted. But I've never gone through with it. Oh, okay. Because I haven't like snitched like that before. But it was basically in a conversation where I revealed something about a friend that I probably shouldn't have and oh and then I but I ended up texting them texting them and telling them about it and I apologized but um so I have done so once that would be my answer okay question 10 um how do you view lifelong commitment to a single romantic partner does this mean like you're just you don't divorce or anything and like you have a happy life yeah i think it would be so the options are i have or want such a romance such a romance would be ideal if it's achievable i'd worry i'd miss out on what others have to offer or tie yourself to one person huge mistake i think it would be ideal if it's achievable yeah me too yeah because i don't think it's like that healthy to be like oh i really want this really but like in a really realistic unrealistic way because i think um when you do put yourself in the mindset that it's like you don't want to separate from this person forever it's like if anything bad if any red flags come up you just brush them away yeah and then you'd be like like it's even even worse off then (laughs) because i think if it's possible for me i would like it but like if it's not possible i just accept that yeah me too okay do you insist on repayment when lending money to friends yes you write up a contract you write up a contract (laughs) so there's no misunderstandings yes but i try to be flexible about the exact terms no although it's sure nice to be repaid no they just owe me a favor this is weird. Like, how much how much money are you lending to your friends to write up a contract? I mean, like, <laughs> in, in our, it, for us, it's, like, a couple dollars. So, it's, like, um, it's either, like, it's nice to be repaid or, like, you owe me, they just owe you a favor. I think I'd say it's, like, I don't expect it. I don't, like, go, like, oh, bro, pay me back the 50 cents I lent you the other day. Um, but, oh, I'm thinking about it more, like, going out or something. Uh, it, and running it, out it re- of money well yes but like i guess like 
um i think also how close are you as friends it's also like the purposes of the money because like if you're lending money to someone to gamble i expect all of that back but if you're lending money in like time of need then i'd be like yeah i'll be flexible but the situation I'm thinking of is very small scale, just random money. And I would say, like, it's nice to be repaid, but I don't mind that much. Okay. Uh, I think it really depends on how much money it is. I think, yeah, if it's a few dollars, then it doesn't matter. But uh, if it's, like, I'm just gonna more go, than yes, 50. But I try to be flexible with the exact terms. I guess. Okay, question 12. Are you still in touch with childhood friends? I'm, like, slightly in touch with one with my childhood friend. But I've actually lost touch with so many childhood of my childhood friends because, like, um, I moved around a lot. So, like, I lost contact before we even had things like phones and social media. So I think it's, like, no, I move around too much. Because... I don't think we actively try to keep in touch. I would go, yes, we try to keep in touch. Um, when I think childhood friends, I guess I don't really have too many. Like, I have, like, family friends, right? But when I read this question, I kind of interpret it as, are you good with just keeping in touch with people? And I would say that I'm pretty good at keeping in touch with people. I'm not that great. I think I move around way too much. Like the moment I move around to something else, I lose touch with people that don't actively seek conversations with me. Okay, let me actually... It's just like I just lose topics to talk. Like I lose like relatability with them. Let me ask you a question though that was kind of brought up to me when a close friend of mine... uh, moved interstate so it was just would you stay in touch with a close friend of yours if you know that you probably won't get to see them that much anymore like i would still stay in touch if we still like had conversations and had things in common but like if we no longer if like because it's like am i close enough friends with them that i've broken out of the general like just talk about um, school or work because I have done that with a few people but not many I don't even think I've broken out of that with the twins right and I've only broken out of that with you and Jamie wait for real yes so but Okay, so the twins are people that Kelly went to school with, okay? And they don't go to the same uni as Kelly at the moment. So... Not even, like... Our our degrees aren't even remotely similar. Yeah. So every time you do talk, it's always kind of about school work? Yeah, there's not... Like, we really don't talk as much because they're the kind of people that aren't as active outside of, like, studies and, like, talking about studies. Ah, Okay. See, I think part of the reason that I'm so different in that sense is because that I personally bring up those conversations outside of the... Oh, wait, there's going to be a couple more because there's also Lucy. Like, there are a few, but, like, not that many. I feel like 
maybe even to a fault, but I'm so open about personal stuff beyond like uni. I'm also very open. Yeah. Uh, like, um, there's stuff that you don't know about me, there's stuff that I don't know about you. But in general, like, I think I'm very willing to share like what's happening to me exactly at this moment. Yeah, like maybe things in the past, I won't share everything because like there's too much to go through. But like you do know a lot about me. I think you, you know, I was actually thinking about this the other day. I don't think that there's really anyone that knows the full extent of this situation that happened to me. And I think most people know about the context, but they don't know about the result. And there's people in my life that know about the result, but they don't know what happened. Or they might know what happened, but they don't correlate the two because I don't tell them that it's because of this. Uh, And I was just thinking about that the other day. And I was like, oh, like I consider myself pretty open, but then I don't really like, I don't like people knowing that it was because of this that caused this. But anyway, (laughs) should we move on? I think with me. I just randomly shared snippets and I don't remember to share the full story with everyone. So everyone just gets different parts of the story. It's really weird because it's just like I just tell whatever comes to mind. And like I I always forget parts when I do tell people stuff. And also we have this podcast, right? So I feel like it's kind of weird because I don't tell the people directly to their face, but they end up finding out about stuff anyway if they happen to listen, but I don't know that they know. (laughs) It's like, honestly, when I have met people in real life that listen to the podcast, I'm like, you know way too much about me. I don't don't feel comfortable. But then you put it out on there, like the internet. Yeah, it's like, it's it's interesting because I, I don't feel anything about putting it on the internet, but when I actually meet the people that are listening, it's very different. Okay, I can see what you mean. I don't think I feel like that, but I can understand. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Do you donate time and money to improve the local community? Well, first of all, I don't have time and money. So, (laughs) like, if I do have the time and money, I would. But for now, it's just, no, I don't have enough time or money. I would say, no, I don't have enough time and money to spare. But honestly, I probably do. Have the, like, I don't need to buy whatever. Actually, I was looking at natural deodorant today. Like, I don't need that. I mean, anyway, my point well, is. Like, that's one of the things that you probably should have over, like, normal deodorant. But my point is that, like, I probably do have time and money to spare. I just don't do it. This is the next question. So okay. funny. Your community is threatened with invasion. Do you help them? <laughs> invasion of what? i don't know a virus do you help defend it to your last (laughs) breath do you defend the area with the rest of your community do you flee as soon as things look grim or do you cut a deal with the enemy to act as a spy i wouldn't like act i was like just i'll defend the area with the rest of my community i don't think i would act as a spy like why would you do that i feel like i'd flee I don't think that when I think community, I just think of like suburb, and we're not much of like a like a community. Oh though. yeah, I guess flee as soon as things look grim. Okay, my safety over the safety of strangers. Next question: If you were injured 
and required immediate assistance, would members of your hometown agree to help? I don't... Yes, because they know I'd do the same for them. Yes, because you're generally well-liked in your hometown. Probably not because you're distrusted in your own town or definitely not because you've made enemies in your hometown. This is weird because... it's For us, it's so neutral. Like, I think... There are communities where, like, the suburb, like, knows each other. Everyone knows each other. But for me, I'm just so, like, for my hometown, like, hometown, my suburb, is very removed in terms of, like, community. But, like, I'd say, like, my neighbours would be willing to help because, like, we just don't have any beef. There's nothing to have beef about. So I'd just say the second option, yes, because I'm generally well-liked in my hometown. I would say yes too, not because I think that people know me and like like me, but I think it's just because one, my suburb is just quite like a family suburb and I can just kind of make the assumption that they're nice people like that. Oh wait, I the guess. first option actually, because it's like, I'd do the same for them. Okay, next one. I feel like I wouldn't pick that just because I feel like they wouldn't know that I would do the same for them because they don't know me. Oh, I've done stuff to help people around, so... Oh, okay. What a good person. In terms of, like, my neighbours, so... Because, like, we actually know them from other stuff, so... I don't know yeah. my neighbours at all. Do you respect the laws and authority of your community? Yes, without question. Yes, they're, they're generally the best way to govern or only when it suits you there are laws that you just don't agree with or you don't pay attention to the authorities they've got no hold on me i'd say yes they're generally the best way to govern because like i think with laws it's like a compromise thing because um there's gonna be laws that you don't agree with laws that don't completely suit you but just to maintain peace and like avoid anything too disruptive i will just keep following it and It's like I make this compromise so that like worse things don't happen and it's also like I respect that this is how others feel and this is like the situation in which others will feel the most safe so I will abide by this stuff. I would say the same as you. I think laws on paper protect everyone so they're like the best way to govern but in practice there's a lot of things that just go wrong like yeah and that's why uh, laws get amended and everything like that so i do believe that like the response is definitely slow in law because like there's a whole like process of getting it like approved and then like if like just someone doesn't approve it's like oh it goes back down it has to keep getting edited again and again but i do like believe at the end of the day the law is created to try and like benefit the majority and when it doesn't benefit some people, there are edits being, like, continuously made to try and include everyone. And I guess we are speaking from a Australian <laughs> point of view. I because think that's very important to point out. Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of laws that just don't even um, support human rights and... Yeah, and, like, I think even in Australia, it is problematic, but I kind of do trust the system to fix that. Even if it's slower, I do trust it to, like, make changes. Okay, next question. Do members of your hometown shun, avoid, or mock you? 
Yes, their small minds can't handle anyone outside the norm. <laughs> Some do, but because I don't always fit in. No, I'm generally seen as normal. No, I set the standard for what is normal in my community. No, I think I'm normal, but like, there's nothing wrong with me. I, don't, I haven't done anything to make them mock, shun or avoid me. Yeah, me too. I'd go, no, I'm generally seen as normal. Okay, uh, would you stand question. for office or seek to represent the interests of the community in some public manner? I don't think I'm the best person to represent. Neither am I, but I would like to. Like, um, I'd say I would do it if so- if no one else could handle the job because like, I definitely think that there are people out there that are better for- suited for it than me, but I would be okay with doing it if there's no other better option in a sense. Like, I would always try to promote the person that's better for the job. And only if I am not the best person for... Like, only if I am the best person for the job would I take it. I would go, no, I don't want to be responsible for community's welfare. Only because I think I can't execute anything. Like, I've got the ideas, but in terms of actually managing the entire community, setting out, like, plans, going through with it, doing, like, whatever assurance checks... I probably couldn't do that so i'm gonna go no okay question 19 we're like nearly halfway and we're one hour in um your country is racked with famine would you share what food you had with others eat as little as possible yourself and share the rest steal what food you needed to survive steal as much food as possible then sell it back to the community at a high price well, first of all, if you're the last option, um, good for you. You'll be wealthy, but you won't be able to buy anything. Ha ha. What do you mean you wouldn't be able to buy anything? Because <laughs> like, if you're wrecked with famine, there's always go- there's going to be a shortage anyway. Oh, right. There's nothing for you to be able to buy. I mean, you don't need to buy, buy. you're stealing it all. Or nothing useful. Because it's, like, it's like, if you st- if you steal it all, yeah, then what's the use of the money? The money holds okay, no value anymore. <laughs> no. But at least you'll be rich afterwards if you survive. Honestly, I would go steal what food you needed to survive. Yeah, because it's like... It's survival of the fittest, I guess, in this sense. Oh my gosh, a question I should ask for next week's episode. feel like I should tell you now. Um, are humans... Are human beings inherently evil? Because I've had this conversation before. And I think it's oh, a very interesting I this topic. One. I love this so one. So tune in next week. Because I discussed for next it with week. Jamie before. Oh my god, I discussed it with uh, the equivalent of Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I've not I, Jamie. I've though. actually not discussed my friend it Jamie. because um, I was studying it for Frankenstein. Oh, interesting. We were I studying the moral stuff behind Frankenstein during HSC, and then I dropped right after finishing Frankenstein. Oh, uh, wait. Okay, okay, let's let's move on. Um so steal what food you needed to survive? Yeah. So okay. next if one. offered enough money, would you slip a poison into your king's drink? No. Yes, I've done similar things before. Yes, if I thought I could get away with it. No, although a vast sum of money would tempt me, no, I'd warn the king of the plot. I'd say like a vast sum of the money would tempt me, but I wouldn't do it. Because I think just like what could happen if I was caught is me like I'll probably be executed in a in a society like this. I'd go no, and I'd warn the king of the plot. But also, I just don't trust like the king. 
I feel like in every kind of story, especially like, what was it? Was it Othello? Was it, was it Othello? No, 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 it wasn't. It was that one. Macbeth? Uh, Macbeth, yes. Um, how the king was... Uh, no, it was Macbeth that was the immoral person, wasn't it? Yeah. Because anyway. he was too ambitious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, so think, I, I just go no. I think the money would tempt me, but I wouldn't do it because I feel like the consequences would be too great for me to take the risk. Yeah, okay. me too. A plague is sweeping across your country. Would you undertake a dangerous mission to find the cure, heal the sick as best as you can, avoid contact with the sick, flee the country? Hey, this is kind of relevant to now because of COVID. I'd say avoid contact. Yeah, me too. Because I don't think I have the abilities, but fleeing the country means I could be spreading it to other people. Yeah, I'd, I'd go avoid contact with the sick. Do you respect the lawful authority of the rulers of the land? Yes, long live the queen. Yes, our rulers are generally fair and just. No, a ruler is no better than anyone else. No, rulers are invariably corrupted by power. I'd say no, a ruler is no better than anyone else. See, I do think that the ruler is no better than anyone else, but I also... Like, in terms of, like, law, you know, like, when the government proposes a law. No, I feel like, um, in this context, they're thinking about a monarchy, not a government. Yeah, but they still rule over the people, right? Like, I don't think I would be okay with just one person making all the decisions about my life and restrictions on me. Like, I get it if it's, like, a body of people that we have, I have elected, like, I've taken part in electing to represent me. But I wouldn't trust one person to make all of these decisions. Because it's like, I don't think one person can do it in a way that, like, would be fair and just to everyone. Because one person can't represent everyone. When you think about this, do you think that there are consequences for not following the rules? As in, like... I mean, like, I, I might not completely respect it, but I wouldn't break the law. Oh, okay, okay. Then I would say... It's like respect... I'd either go no rulers are invariably corrupted by power or they're no better than anyone else. So I'd, I'd go C. I think just in history, most a lot of them have been corrupted, right? Yeah. Like, at least the history that we know of is generally every single time someone's been corrupt. I'll just go... They're no better than anyone else. Oh, actually, no, no, I'm changing it to okay, the corrupted if you by were, power. I think in our perspective, at least, um, just what we have seen and what we have heard of in history, because history just mostly talks about the bad, and we've seen a lot of corruption in history. True. Okay, if you were offered a reasonably lucrative deal, would you spy for a hostile foreign power? No, because I wouldn't violate the trust my nation puts in me. Unless my nation doesn't trust me. One, I just don't racist. think that I'm relevant enough for the nation to trust me. Um, but I'm just going to go no because I might get caught. Because I feel like if the nation does trust me, then there's no reason for me to want to take the deal. Okay, moving on. Question 24. Do you rely on the government to enforce contracts and property rights? 
Yes, because maintaining the rule of law is more important than yeah, any because... individual dispute. That's one of them. Which one are you choosing? I think we'll just read out the one we're choosing. Yes, because the courts are best equipped to handle such disputes. I think that one. I think I'm choosing that uh, that yeah. one because I don't. I think courts have like a system that is good enough to handle disputes. Sometimes they don't do it the best, but there's always ways to like. What's it called? There's always other ways to settle things that will like end up having the correct outcome. Always? Even if it's like later. But I think contracts and property rights on that level, I don't think it would be that serious for me to say like, oh, the like it's that important. Mm-hmm. Okay. In terms of like, oh, I have to make sure that I get like the 100% correct outcome in the court. And I'll keep, like, bringing it up again. So we're both going with yes, okay. because the courts are best equipped to handle such dispute. Yeah. Question 25. If imprisoned, would you injure or kill others to escape? Would you? Oh, that's weird. I mean, like, if I'm imprisoned, then, like... No. No, like, there's probably some reason for me to be imprisoned. Why am I trying to Unless escape? the court is... Um, Unless it's, like, some level of... Cor- like, I think I'm I'm just assuming that this is a fair trial and, like, I did do something wrong. Yeah, me wrong. too. I just go, no, the guards are just doing like, their job. In the case where, like, I wouldn't... I still wouldn't, like, injure or kill guards because they are actually just doing their jobs. They're not the ones that put me in prison incorrectly, if that was the case. Would you pick the same one, then? Yeah. Okay. Um... Do you accept a noble's right to treat badly the serfs who work on his land? No. The last one. No one has any right to treat another badly, period. Yeah. Like, just because you're noble doesn't give you any, like, extra rights. You're still human. Yes. I don't think anyone is better than me. I don't think I'm better than... Actually, maybe I am better than... Okay. I shouldn't. Uh. (laughs) Ah. Question 27. You have accidentally committed a crime... Do you... What do you do? I'd turn I'd myself I'd turn, in. I would turn myself in throwing myself in the mercy of the court because I think um, if I do admit to it, the I think the court will take into account... No, like, they do, yeah. Whether or not... It's like your guilt and um, your personal guilt and like the moral consequences on you, they do take that into account in your sentence. Okay, the next one's very similar. Yeah. If guilty, would you confess to a crime? I mean, yeah, because it it might get me a lighter sentence. Yeah. I'd rather not take the risk of, like, losing... Like, it's like, if I'm going to get a 20-year sentence versus a 10-year sentence, I'd rather take the hit, get the 10-year sentence, than either risk getting the 20 or none. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd take the middle. Yeah. Next one. Would you express a revolutionary political opinion if threatened with punishment? What? Oh, is this protesting, basically? Oh, not protesting, but I guess, like, going against... If threatened with punishment, because protesting is just like, no, we don't like that. 
like it's like if the police do come in and like they threaten to throw you in jail i think oh, like okay. i'd rather be punished than remain silent because i want to get the message out there because i don't want to like stay silent and let the problem continue to affect myself and others do you see this in a um do you see this playing out in like a real world like a modern day time or more like a oh if women want equal rights you have to be like like martin luther king like that kind of i see it in both ways like um but more of the historical like if women want rights like many women have spoken up just for me to like be able to sit here as an equal to everyone else right now Mm. see i i don't think i have the courage to do that but then again hmm no, although I might privately express my opinions to friends. That's what I'm going to go with. I am too scared to do anything. <laughs> okay, while traveling, you witness an assault. You are ordered to testify, which will delay your travel significantly. Do you... What do you do? Uh, I think I would, like... I would remain until the trial's conclusion in case further testimony is needed. Because, like, something happening to someone else is more important than my hacking holiday okay i would i would okay fine fine i'll go with that see (laughs) i don't know i feel like i'm such a bad person now because i'd remain i'd remain to testify and then leave i mean like honestly realistically i I feel like i would go for that like i i know it seems like i'm a worse person but no it doesn't matter because it's just like whatever you feel both are like on the good end anyway what is the best use of wealth provide for the needs of friends and family like i wouldn't completely distribute it because i don't think no matter how wealthy i get um i don't think i'll be wealthy enough to like cover everyone else but like i'd say like Wealth as in, not as in I'm a, I'm a billionaire, but wealth as in, like, me having a bit of extra money. I okay, think yeah. I would provide Same. for the needs of friends and family f- first. Before going to the less fortunate, Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're almost done. Okay. When confronted with beggars, do you give generously, give moderately, give only what you have, or ignore? I actually ignore them. Okay, me too. <laughs> I have a story to tell. Basically, this happened to one of my tutors. But basically, um, my tutor was, like, just coming out from Woolies after buying some stuff. And, like, someone, there was someone, a beggar, who asked for food. And when he gave, like, the fruit stuff, the beggar was like, no, give me the chips. And it's like, there's times where, like, the choices that these people make aren't the best. I wouldn't donate, like, money I'll donate items. Oh, I did that, like, last year. We went out, like, Jamie and I went out. Um, also, uh, to anyone listening to these podcasts <laughs> regularly, there are two you. Jamies whenever we're talking. There's Kelly's Jamie and then there's my Jamie. And <laughs> Kelly's Jamie is a guy, my Jamie is a girl, okay? And we're best friends. So Jamie and I went out uh, and we made sandwiches and cookies then we just distributed it to the homeless. So I would do that, but I would also ignore them as I walked past. 
Because I, when I read this, I think of it as money and not items. Yeah. Yeah. Um, By using magic, you could fool village merchants into thinking your copper pieces were made of gold. What do you do? I think I would only cheat the rich ones. Because, like, the rich ones can afford it. They can afford to... It's like Robin Hood, isn't it? Like, steal from the rich, give to the poor. I'd say no, it's too risky. I don't, I don't want to deal with the consequences. I don't care anymore. <laughs> you have two job offers. One pays more, but the other is more secure and steady. Which do you choose? Oh, the one that pays more is the lucrative one. Oh, I would take the secure one. Probably the... Oh. Hmm. Because I would take long term. Because the secure one probably means I'll get promoted as well. Yeah, yeah, actually. Me too. Okay, I'd go the the secure job unless the other job was outrageously lucrative. I said definitely the secure job because I plan for the long term. Okay, question 35 for second last one. Uh, What's the best path to wealth? I think it's like following a long, or like staying flexible so you can take advantage of good opportunities. Because if you're very like fixed on the long term path, sometimes like there's an opportunity that comes up and you miss it and you lose out on the chance to earn a lot more money. I'm going to say hard work and perseverance. Question 36, last one. If you accepted a job or contract, would you try to finish the task even if it got much more dangerous? Mm. I think I would be negotiating. You can bet I'd be negotiating because... Yeah, it's me like, too. Because if it's a job or a contract, I'd expect like the job initial description to be like very, very like pretty close to what I'm actually doing and if it gets very bad like very dangerous I would say I would be renegotiating yeah okay what's my alignment let's get out oh have you got yours no why isn't it working oh I pressed it and I got true neutral so no why are you doing this to me it says that you need a javascript oh wait I got it it's a pop-up it's a pop-up I got true neutral too (gasps) Oh my gosh. Okay, so true neutral character does what seems like a good idea. Doesn't feel too strongly about either way when it comes to good or evil, law or chaos. Um, uh, We exhibit a lack of conviction or bias rather than a commitment to neutral... neutral neutrality. Am I pronouncing it right? Wait, what? Neutrality. What's your actual detailed results? Okay. Um, so a lawful good, 17. I don't know what that means, though. I got 14. Okay. But I feel like my results were very... Con- like, I'm surprised that it's still the same as last time. What's the... Uh, lawful neutral is the middle, right? Uh, true neutral is the middle. Oh, so that's us. Yeah. True neutral is, like, the exact So middle. I got 21. What did you get? Huh? For true neutral? True neutral. 22. Oh, okay. Uh, what was your least? Lowest? Evil. Which? Oh, no, all my evil. evils were the same. So, like, all my goods oh, were 14, oh. all my neutrals were 22, and all my evils were 11. Oh, wow. Okay. And then, like, the law and chaos, law, neutral, chaos, they were all eight. Wow, so you're very, very, like, all-rounded yeah. person. Uh, mine are quite different. Uh, 
chaotic evil would be the least for me. Yeah. I would have thought that. I thought I would be like Actually, slightly chaotic. Oh wait, no. But then I feel no. like my responses to this compared to me in real life, like this in moral senses, I'm not chaotic. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty neutral. I thought I was more immoral than you when <clears throat> I was answering the questions. I mean, because I feel like a lot of them, I was like, uh, these are our results now. Yeah, I think this is the second last um, get to know us episode that we're making right yeah yeah so the last one will be the enneagram which i think i've done before but i'm not sure what my result was okay that'll be fine because i've never done it i don't even know what it's about but we'll be taking it in two weeks time because we're following that schedule of every two weeks get to know us every second week will be the more serious or more uh like, we don't really have a plan. Like, we just do plan topic. You can check out last week's episode, which was on... Ethical business practices. Yeah, yeah. I actually quite like that episode. Yeah, I think it. Was, I think there was, like, more to talk about, but I think we covered the main points. Yeah. What's, it, what's been your favourite episode to record? Um, what episodes have we recorded? There's been so many. Let's see. I'll I think you like the f- personal finance one. Did you? The personal finance one was pretty good. I think... Oh, I didn't like that one. Racism <laughs> was the one where, like, I think I I talked more personally in the racism that one. That was my favorite. Love languages was interesting. That took way too long because of um, technical difficulties. Was it love languages that had technical difficulty or was it... Um, no, it was love languages. The, oh, I thought it was attachment. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Attachment was... No, no, no love languages. No. Because we had to no, It was definitely love languages that had the technical difficulties. And then attachment was the one that went out of order. Oh, yeah. That was like... In, also check. That was a, a bit harder to record. Yeah. My favorite definitely... Now looking back, I'm not happy with the first few episodes. No, neither am I. I don't. I don't. I wasn't really happy with it to begin with, anyway. Because um, I think one, I didn't really understand how the mic yeah. worked. So if you look back at the quality, it's the same mic, same editing program, same everything. We haven't really upgraded, but we've just learned how to use the technology a bit better, which is why it sounds better. And I think we've become a lot more efficient in the way that we do stuff. And also, um, which is cool. Your so Josh, right from the collab episode, which you guys should also check out, uh, from Cursed Conversations, was saying how he really noticed a difference between our presence. Like we just sounded a bit more comfortable, uh, like a lot more comfortable talking to each other. Which I definitely noticed too. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I think in the beginning, I was like, we just kind of have to get it out. Since, like, we were stalling so much. And it was just a matter of, like, get it out. Let's start this. I think so, yeah. And, like, it would be a learning journey. I think, like, in the beginning, I was always like, I know it's not going to start out that well. Like, I know we're going to look back and be like, what the heck did we put out back then? But it's cool to, like, go through and see, like, the journey that we've been on. It will be cool, like, post, 
like in like <laughs> 10 years time to come back and listen to this and we've actually been getting a lot more views on the first on youtube at least i think um for the first episode which isn't the best representation of us anyway like the introduction one but yeah. hopefully those people have stayed around and continued listening yeah so thanks to all our new viewers there's actually been a lot of you guys um make sure you're subscribed because the stats say most of you aren't (laughs) and um yeah and we'll see you next week so thank you so much for joining us um on today's episode if you liked this content and if you want to see more continue watching we post every sunday 1 p.m sydney time If you want to um, get to know us a bit more, you can follow us on Instagram, 2.friendlessfriends. And um, hopefully next week we'll be less burnt out because finals will be over. Oh, yes. Wait, will it for me? The next time we record, everything will be done. No, it won't. (laughs) Yeah, we can. Like, I finish on the Wednesday. We can record on the Thursday. I do not finish on the Thursday. (laughs) Oh, wait, when? Don't you finish before me? No, I finish after you. What day? Eighth for psych. Oh, wait, you have eighth? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Okay, I guess next I will not be burnt out, but Flora will be. Maybe. <laughs> or I might just stick with the tactic of control effing my way through the exam. I shouldn't say that. I will not cheat. Yeah, like, I mean, like, open book, you, you do whatever. True, true. And also, we get more than one minute per question, which is better than other psych um exams i've done before i'm excited because econ is 45 questions in two hours and 15 minutes well like there is an extended response but like i probably won't attempt it that much because i don't need it oh i see okay anyway because i think i'm gonna prior my marks on the multiple choice and numerical okay so Thank you, everyone, for uh, listening to this week's episode, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.